Welcome to Questions with Crocker with Dr. Crocker and her husband, Shane. Hi. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a little more airtime. I don't want airtime. But you're here. You're, I am here. You're co-hosting. Yes. I am in a better mood this time. Oh, I that's good. That's good. That's good. We've actually it's had a, a fun weekend because it was Mother's Day weekend. So we got to do some fun things together as a family. And then today I got to go do some fun things by myself, which is always nice. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> I love my kids, but shopping without them is sometimes easier. So I appreciate you taking them to Urban Air so I could have a little alone mom time. <laughs> I got a thumbs up. That's great. So speaking of mom uh, alone time, we are actually joined today by a special guest. Can you say hi? Hi. Isabella Crocker is with us. Uh, she is one of our two children. She is the oldest daughter. And then we also have a son. And she requested to guest on the podcast. You are officially our first guest. How are you feeling? Great. Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> You're not getting paid for this. You realize that, right? Yeah, I know This that. is a free gig? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she wanted to come on and we thought since it was Mother's Day and of course this will come out long after that, but we thought since today was a special day and we do like to talk about the fact that we are parents and also work and have a lot going on and how do we kind of figure it out and balance it. Um, I thought it'd be great to have her ask us some questions and then we would interview and ask her some questions. Um, but first, we always do an episode of this or that. Um, or a spelling question for Shane. And so today I decided to do a this or that uh, for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather have 10 children? No. B. Or <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't answer already. Okay. I was gonna say 10 children or 10 dogs. Um this is such a difficult question. I'm going to go with 10 dogs over 10 children. <laughs> because you can let them outside and... Mm -hmm. The long-term financial <laughs> impact of dogs versus kids is pretty substantially different. That is true. That is true. And with our recent dog drama, at least we know that if our dogs have something happen, we uh, can take care of it ourselves because I'm a veterinarian. So that's helpful, right? Very helpful, yes. We actually have a ranger. Ranger here in the room with us. Uh, he is a Labrador and he eats everything. And he recently was throwing up a lot. So he got to uh, be taken to surgery so I could check everything out on the inside. And uh, now we're dealing with a recovering dog. And I do want to say one thing this is a, a true confession of a veterinarian. This is something we get so mad at pet owners about. So mad. But Shane, answer this question for me. How often has Ranger been wearing his e-collar? I don't think you brought an e-collar home. <laughs> I did. I did bring one home. I haven't seen it. Yeah, no. No, he's not worn it. He has not worn it one time. One time. And, you know, it's funny because pet owners will always say, they're not messing with it. They're not licking it. And I always, you know, kind of lecture them and judge them for not wearing it. But he literally has not been messing with his incision. Yeah, we think. 
<laughs> I've been examining it daily. So it's not like I didn't, uh, I'm not checking. But uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that, that we judge pet owners so hard for their pets not wearing their e-collars. And our dog legitimately has not worn his once. And we're about a week out and his incision looks great. So now I'm going to be a little more like give give owners a little more grace at this point in time. Unless the dog comes back in because it's got an infected incision because they weren't wearing it and they uh, licked it a lot. But I was just thinking about that, that um, a little bit of a double standard. So I want to be open and honest on this podcast. Uh, real quick, we decided to start this podcast because on social media, you just can't tell all the stories and give all the information in, you know, 15 second, one minute sound bites. So we wanted a platform that we could talk a lot more about all the things we have going on in our lives. Um, so Shane, what are some of the major things that you think we have going on that are going to be important to be sharing about? Um, I think this hospital situation is going to get interesting very quickly. <laughs> Can um, you explain a little bit more what the hospital I mean, situation is? I think your vision of growth um, that we're going to have to make sure that we um, implement is going to be very um, dependent on our ability to do a remodel. So this is going to get very interesting very quickly in the middle of trying to do a remodel and keep the hospital open, run the day-to-day operations while you are also an emergency vet and traveling, you know, doing lectures and et cetera. So. I agree. So we're coming up on our one-year anniversary of buying a general practice vet hospital. Which has to go by really fast. It, yeah. it has gone very quickly. And our vision board said that within two to three years, we would do a remodel yes. because we need one. Yes. Can we agree on that? We can. We just don't quite agree all the time on how much we need to spend and what all we need to do in the remodel, which I think I have actually compromised a lot with the amount of things I wanted to originally do. <laughs> I mean, is it really a compromise if you can't afford it? <laughs> I think I think it is because I'm always thinking of in the long run, and I think this is where you and I differ. Maybe we can't afford it right now, but in my mind, Dad, if we build... I would be using profanity if my daughter would be right now. <laughs> in my mind, if we build what I want to build and we create the customer and community experience that I want to create, I think we will make more money in the long no run and it will it. even out. No doubt about so it. So we just we look at the financials of that a little differently. And we that's another podcast for another day. That's I'm like four com- more podcasts. <laughs> yes. I'm in complete agreement with everything you said there, but you still have to be able to afford it out of the gate. Listen, agree to disagree. Love you so much. Let's move on. (laughs) One of the other things uh, that we have going on is that I am an emergency veterinarian and I do that. And part of my job is to travel and speak. And so there's a lot that we have to coordinate with the kids, with our family in general uh, when I'm out of town. I feel like that's a, a weekly occurrence to look at the calendar and figure that out. So circling back to family, Isabella, we are so excited that you're here And do you want to start by asking your questions first, or do you want me to start the interview? I want to start. You want to start? Yeah. Okay. Make Uh, sure you're close to the microphone. You got to be, there you go. All right. Who are you asking first? Dad. All right. Dad, let's go. Um, My question is, what is it like taking care of me and Corbin while mom is out of town or working a night shift? What is it like? (laughs) Um, Wait, can we first... 
talk about how often that happens? A lot. I would say it, it feels like a lot, but the reality is you don't travel that many days out of the month for the most part. Some, some months are busier than others. And you don't work many night shifts out of the month. But I do understand that it feels like a lot at times. Well, it feels like more than most parents because, for example, our son the other day asked me, why can't I just quit my job and work at the school like the other moms? And he was referring to the PTA moms that <laughs> like <in. laughs> volunteer at the school, don't actually work there, but they're just around all the time. So I think when you're a kid and you see some of those other parents that are there a majority of the time, uh, you... I think our camera got shifted by yes, Ranger. You may need to fix that. Our dog did that. Hold, hold, hold for a minute. This so, is a... so, so to answer the question, what's it like taking care like, of? Describe it. Uh, it can be hectic at times. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts with practices and tournaments, tournaments, and everything else. Um, making sure that everybody's up and at school on time. I'm not always the best with the. Uh, Tom needed to get everybody out the door. I mean, you're not a morning person. No, not at all. At all. Yeah. But for the most part, it's not bad. It's not terrible. As long as Corbin has an iPad sometimes for practices, that makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. We eat out a lot. Oh, yes. I don't think you've ever cooked while mom is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the truth true. comes out. <laughs> that is very true. Well, so it's, I let me ask you this, Shane. And sorry, I'm not trying to steal an interview from you, Izzy, but real quick. I feel like when it first started, I was more, okay, I need to coordinate this and this is going on and let me lay out this plan for you and make sure you remember this. And there's still some reminders I have to give you just about like school events and things, but I feel like it's a lot more, I just say I'm going on a trip and then things get handled. Yeah. I mean, I think the joint calendar helps, right? I mean, without a joint calendar, there's no way we get anything done. But the fact that it's on my calendar and I can schedule stuff around it uh, makes it a lot easier. But I do appreciate that. I don't have to like lay out their clothes and do all the things. Like our kids are pretty independent. <laughs> True. I mean, Izzy takes care of herself. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin takes care of himself too. I mean, he knows how to make waffles and cereal and gets himself dressed. So I mean, he, he lives on waffles. Actually, this is a parenting tip. Microwave a frozen waffle for 30 seconds and slather on some jelly or peanut butter on it and make it a sandwich and your kids can eat it on the way to school and it is the best. Do you agree, Is? Yes, it's very good. I created this. Uh, I am going to patent it. The waffle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Is, did that answer your question? Mm-hmm. Okay, do very you have a good any? question. Yeah, well done. Now, this one's for mommy. Uh-oh. Um, how, or actually, do you like when I go and help out at the vet clinic? Oh, my gosh. I love it when you come to the vet clinic. I love it because, one, you make me very proud because you work hard. You have a great attitude about it. You'll clean. You'll do whatever we ask you to do. And I feel like you enjoy it. And so it's not something I'm making you do. It's something you want to do. Like the days you have off and I'm going to work and you say, can I come with you? It is huge because – 
when me and dad, before we even had you and your brother, our dream was to have a vet clinic that our kids could come up to and could be a part of and could run around at. And then even on the weekends, like when we have to go up and take care of, you know, a patient because they're Chili. there. Yes. <laughs> or Chili, the clinic cat. You never complain about us needing to do that. And so I really appreciate your support, but I I feel like you really enjoy it. I do. So it makes Chili. it better. I was going to say that too. I mean, I think our whole vision was it's got to be family friendly and our kids have to go up there and have to enjoy it or this doesn't work. Right. I mean, if and things may change as they get older, but as of now, I mean, they've got to enjoy going up there and having fun. We have to make it fun for them, right? Yes. So. Okay, so now is it my turn? Yeah. No, she has another question. Oh. I do. Oh. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I can see her laptop. Um, how, how do you feel traveling affects your family life? Ooh, that's a tough question. So I think in general – I'm a better mom because I work and I travel and I do things that I really love and enjoy. And I think then when I am around you guys, I feel fulfilled and I emotionally like fill my bank account a little bit with some of those things. And so I have a good balance. Um, I still miss things that I don't want to miss. But, you know, I grew up, you know, Pops, I grew up with a dad who traveled a lot. He traveled way more than I travel, way, way, way more. He missed a ton of birthdays. He missed a ton of horse shows. And what he did was when he was in town, he tried to be as present as he could be. And he took me on dates and he did things where I still felt very like appreciated and listened to. And so that's what I try to do is I know I'm gone more than a lot of other moms are and I can't do everything. But when I am here, I try to do the field trips and I try to do the other things that, except you won't let me come on your field trips anymore. But I try to do the other (laughs) things that uh, make you guys feel like, you know, I am there for you. I think it is easier with technology today too. I mean, think back when your dad was traveling and you'd have to call his secretary who would have to then figure out what hotel he was scheduled at try to get in touch with him at a room at a certain time. Yeah. Now with cell phones and FaceTime. FaceTime. You know, it's it's definitely a different it's it's much easier, I think, to travel than it was twenty five, thirty years ago. Think about it. I agree. I still don't talk to you guys as much as I feel like I want to, but half the time it's because you have practices and then you're tired when you get home or you are talking to your friends on your iPad and you don't want to talk to your mom, which I totally understand. All but, girlfriends or are <laughs> some of them not girls? Oh, she only has friends that are girls. That's it. That's what we're going to tell dad to your 21. <laughs> the eye rolls are, are pretty strong over here right now. But I I will tell you this, and this is uh, one of my questions for you, is I always hoped that you would see that your mom does a job she really loves mm-hmm. and that she really feels strongly is important. And I hope that you see that if you find something you love and you're passionate about, that it's better and easier to work and to make money when it's doing something you really like. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now you keep saying you're going to like. a question or a statement? Well, so what I'm asking is, do you think I've accomplished that? Like, do you look at me traveling as mom's gone? I don't like it. I wish she was here more. Or do you understand why I travel? And do you see the joy it brings me? Yes. 
And I, I like when you travel, too, because sometimes we get to go on trips with y'all with you and get to go. Like, we went to London. That was really fun. And we got to hang out with you and, like, do stuff with you that you do on your trips. And it, I, I think it was a really cool experience to have. That was that was really one of the coolest experiences we've had as a family, I think, going to Europe together. And yes, that was because I was going to speak and you guys got to come with me. Shout out to my company for letting us, you know, go as a family. Um, but you came to me uh, to the event and Dr. Stevie was speaking, but you helped, you know, hand things out and kind of host like I do. And you did an amazing job, especially for a 10 year old. I was very, very proud of you. Uh, but I'm glad that you enjoyed that. And I think showing you and your brother what we do and showing you the world is a dream that we have. And so I do think my travel allows for more of that. I think you need to come on more trips with me. What do you think? Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah. What's one place you'd like to travel if you could? Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay. So Are there any vet schools in Hawaii? <laughs> there's no vet schools. I was about to say – and yeah, no. I mean, there's we know they have CE in Hawaii. Yeah, I was about to say if anyone uh, manages conferences and needs a speaker in Hawaii, <laughs> we're down. <laughs> Doctor Crocker is available. Yeah. She just might want to bring her family right. <laughs> with her. I know your brother really wants to go to Hawaii too, so that's funny. Okay, so this is a question I actually get asked a lot by people, and when I'm traveling, so I wanted to ask you, Isabella, do you ever think you would become a veterinarian? If I were to become a veterinarian, I'd probably want to either be like an equine vet or work at a zoo because I just I like bigger animals and I like doing something different each day and having not the same thing. And I liked like moving and like yeah. being outside. Mm-hmm. And yes, I could see that for you. I know it was funny. One time you said to me, well, mom, if I became a veterinarian, I would be a horse vet. I wouldn't be like you talking about working with small animals. But I was a horse vet for so many years. But I think because you never saw that, it's hard to imagine me doing that, right? Yes. Okay. Um, So one other question I was going to ask you about my travel, if it bothered you, but I feel like we already covered that. Don't you think? Yeah. I think so. Do you think it helps having a dad who's here and is – so yeah, it, it helps that dad owns his businesses and doesn't have to like he works from home and yeah. I mean he meets and the yeah. bus. I think, with- I think it was this weekend I kind of had an epiphany that sometimes I don't even know what day it is, like what day of the <laughs> week it is. And and I started thinking about that and it's not that I'm running through the week saying, man, I can't wait till Friday gets here so I have the weekend. You know, I, it's probably the first time I've ever thought about that, that it really doesn't matter what day of the week it is. That's kind of cool. Because you set your own schedule and and you can take time when you need it to refresh and Mm -hmm. the weekends. The only reason I always know what the weekends are is because we have some sort of tournament (laughs) for our daughter who's very athletic and very social. So (laughs) I I think that's very true. So Uh, I have a question. So when you go to the vet hospital, mm -hmm. what's your favorite job that you have to do? Um, Helping Miss Chris with the – technician appointments which is interesting because when you were younger and i would take you to the hospital you told me your favorite job was receptionist because you like sitting up there and helping answer phones and like drawing pictures but i think that's just because you didn't you were too young to really yeah help with the animals or be around needles i mean you know how to mix up vaccines you make flesh syringes for us like you can do a lot more now. Mm. So you like the technician part of it. Yeah. What about surgery? I don't, I like watching surgeries, but I don't really like 
I don't like watching them for a long time. I like actually like getting to move and like be hands on with stuff. Yeah, I agree. Ne- neither of my children like to sit still. <laughs> and it's funny because you, when you were a baby, I used to have to hold you looking out because you wanted to see what was going on yeah. and you wanted to be a part of the action. And none of that has changed since you got bigger at all. Do you, do you have another question for her? Um, if there was one thing that mom and I could do to make your life easier, what would it be? You can say that you have the easiest life ever and I'm the best dad ever. That's a good answer. <laughs> or I'm your favorite mom. One of the two. Uh, I would probably say no, like once I knowing that like what I have that day and like just knowing what I am doing, like what sports practices I have or what we have planned for the day or yeah. It's like your own calendar. Yeah. That which shows everything. We did that. Me and mom did that not long ago. So that, help, that helps a lot because I can wake up in the morning and look what I see or look and see what I have that day and what I'm like, what sports I have ma- mainly. It is good to know what to plan for. And then because we have so many different things going on as a family, it changes week to week. I don't feel like any of our weeks are ever mm-hmm. the same, which is exciting for some people and some people that's like stressful and anxious. But I think you and your brother are really adaptable and good at kind of going with the flow, which will help you definitely as you get older. So my question for the both of y'all is would y'all change anything? Mm-mm. Right now? Yeah. No, I I do wish I didn't miss anything, but that's just so unrealistic, yeah, right? Like uh, you have awards coming up. Corbin has kindergarten graduation. There's so many things the next couple of weeks because it's the end of school and May is always one of the craziest months. Do you have the pool party or does Corbin have a pool party? Corbin, Corbin, but I'm going. But she gets to go. I was thinking about going in a Speedo. <laughs> Corbin would enjoy that very much. <laughs> Izzy would not talk to us the whole time if that happened. Um, but I think that, you know, one of the best things that we've done as a family is we check in frequently with each other and we try to set aside time to spend time together and not have phones and have family dinner when we can. And so even though dad doesn't cook, uh, we still have those moments where we're tuned and it in helps with each other. that our house is like very open and that we can have people over like auntie and uncle. They come over a lot and we get to play and just hang out a lot more yeah. than we did in our old house because we have the huge back porch now in the backyard and stuff. Yes, we love our house we built. So overall, I think we're doing okay as a family and it's not perfect ever, but I sure do love and appreciate you and I'm glad you want to do this podcast with us. Is there anything else you want to say? You want to wrap us up? Tell me, is there anything you've learned in life that you want to make sure other people know? Like any life lessons? Um, life's not ever going to be perfect. And mm. you have to learn to go with the flow and not be stressed out by stuff. And not like you have to ask for help sometimes and not just keep everything to yourself. Well, I mean, I feel like I just won the parent award. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> All right, so life lessons from Izzy Crocker. She'll be starting her own podcast soon, 10 years old and already so wise. 
I um, love both of you. And you guys remember that if you enjoyed any part of this podcast to make sure to leave a review as long as it's five stars and like and share this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Make sure you tell people to check out Questions with Crocker. And you can always send me questions over social media through my website, drcrockerpetvet.com. And we will have some other fun, exciting guests in the future. But Isabella, you were a great first guest. Thanks for being here. All right, you guys have a great day and uh, that's it. That's a wrap.